0: Hello, dear friend, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I am an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we will discuss the ins and outs of church finances and clergy taxes, along with how to serve the local church as a staff member, volunteer, or through your bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes because we're going to learn all about church bookkeeping, payroll, compensation, and tax compliance. And I'll probably throw in an occasional episode on faith and mindset work too. So if this sounds like fun to you, then come on, let's get ready to learn. Hey, I'm Michelle, and this is the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast where we discuss important topics related to today's church, finance, office, and or your bookkeeping business. Welcome to episode number 29 of the podcast. Today's episode is titled, Three Ways to Ensure Client Happiness. In this episode, we will discuss the three main points that play a crucial role in ensuring client satisfaction yes it is possible to have happy clients by listening to your clients solving their problems and leading them towards success you can create long-lasting relationships and drive positive outcomes so let's dive in as i'm sure you're a fantastic note taker by now let's become history makers and write down some great notes but first here's our quote from deborah tannen from georgetown university To say that a person feels listened to means a lot more than just their ideas get heard. It's a sign of respect. It makes people feel valued. And I agree with that. Now let's dig into today's episode. One of the top reasons clients leave a firm is often due to a lack of communication. Active listening is a crucial skill that can significantly enhance client satisfaction. By engaging in active listening, you demonstrate your genuine interest in understanding your clients' needs, concerns, and desires. There are many techniques for actively listening to your clients, and we will touch on three. So, the first way that you can do this is give your undivided attention. When you're interacting with your clients, eliminate distractions, i.e., your cell phones, (laughs) and focus solely on the conversation. Maintain eye contact with them. Nod in agreement with them and use appropriate nonverbal cues to convey your attentiveness. There's nothing more irritating, especially in today's culture when you're trying to have a conversation and most people are on their phones. They're doing a quick text, they're scrolling Facebook, they're looking around, they're not paying a bit of attention to you. And that's a big part of that is because our attention span has got so small. Well, I promise you that our clients deserve our attention if they are paying you for monthly services. All right, the next thing that you can do is practice empathetic listening. Try to put yourself in your client's shoes and understand their perspective. Show empathy by acknowledging their feelings and validating their experiences. I know from personal experience, to when I'm talking to somebody about a particular situation, if they've been through it, and they show at least halfway that they understand what I'm going through, it makes it so much more valuable. And you're, again, your clients need to understand and to see that you understand their frustrations and what they're going through. And the third way that you can actively listen is to avoid interrupting or jumping to conclusions. Let your clients express themselves fully without interruptions. Avoid making assumptions or jumping to conclusions prematurely. Instead, encourage them to share more by asking open-ended questions and then seeking clarification. There is nothing more irritating when I am trying to talk to someone and they jump in the conversation and they don't let me finish what I'm trying to say. Your clients feel this same exact way. They've got this burden, this frustration, this struggle, this thing that they have been trying to get fixed for months. They're finally coming to you. They're hoping that you can fix it. They're pouring their heart out. And then if you jump in the middle of the conversation, you just kind of blew out their steam. Okay, so don't do that. So by incorporating these active listening techniques into your interactions with your clients, you can foster stronger relationships. You can gain deeper understanding insights into their needs and ultimately deliver better solutions and experiences that lead to client happiness and success. So ask them questions like, what do they want from you? Um, Be responsive to their emails, to phone calls, to texting if you allow that. I personally, I don't, my very first clients still have my personal cell phone number and they text me, but I stopped giving clients my personal text uh, a long time ago. But fast and reliable communication is vital when you're trying to show that you are actively listening to your clients. That doesn't mean that as soon as you get an email or as soon as they want to schedule an appointment to talk with you that you drop everything you're doing and go to them. If it's an emergency, absolutely. But most of the times within 24 hours, Respond to your clients, okay? So now let's talk about how to go above and beyond in helping to solve your clients' problems. In this section, we're going to focus on understanding and addressing client problems effectively. We'll explore some methods for identifying and prioritizing client needs, implementing problem-solving strategies, and the importance of clear and timely communication to ensure your client satisfaction. Before you can solve the client's problems, you gotta know what they are, okay? And you discover that through actively listening to them. Now that you know what the problem is, it's up to you to help solve it. You start by learning what their current struggles and pain points are. That's another word for struggle is a pain point. If you serve a particular niche in your business, you will find that most of the organizations you serve will have very similar pain points. This is where really listening to your clients and doing a little bit of extra research can really pay off. Uh, Start by addressing their biggest struggle at that moment. Go for the big win right off the bat, okay? I work exclusively with churches, so I know across the board, I can name the top five pain points that every church struggles with. And that's because I listen to my clients and because it gets repeated over and over whether the church has... Um, a membership of a hundred people or they've got a thousand people. Most of the pain points are the same. So next, once you know what their struggles are, get to work on resolving the issues at hand. Share with your client the immediate resolutions that you can offer, you know, give them an immediate win if possible, and then also let them know any additional research that you will be doing for them. Don't be afraid to say, I hear what you're saying I understand what your frustration is but let me do some research to find out the best way to resolve this they will respect you for that and they'll appreciate you putting the time in for it okay but give them an estimated time frame of implementation and keep them updated on an agreed upon schedule nothing irritates me more when I hire somebody to do some work for me and I don't hear from them for two or three weeks It may be probably just my personality and my control issues, but I want to, if it's going, even if it's a month long project, I want a weekly update. I just, I want that communication, even if nothing is happening, even if you've only accomplished one thing, let me know that you got that one thing accomplished and what you're working on next. Okay. So finally, after we have actively listened to our clients, we've, we're being active ourselves and helping to solve their problems, now let's lead our clients towards success. In this final section here, we'll examine the role of leadership in nurturing client success. We'll explore how you can become a trusted advisor and strategic partner to your client, the importance of setting realistic expectations, and how ongoing guidance and support can lead clients to achieve their goals. I've mentioned before, that your goal should be to become a trusted advisor and strategic partner with your clients and not just the numbers cruncher okay we are so much more than that learn the clients needs better than they know them themselves <laughs> okay guide them to the technology that will help them operate more efficiently help them to implement new processes that can make daily tasks go quicker and easier and I actually have a couple of demos scheduled later this month for software that I believe could help many of my clients and definitely future clients. So don't be afraid to learn something new and to anticipate your client needs, especially with technology changing and updating so much and the way business in the world has changed, especially in the last three years. Get ahead of that. Learn the technology, learn the software, learn what is available to help make your client's job smoother and easier for them. Next, help them to set realistic goals and expectations. Setting immediate, short-term, and long-term goals can have a huge impact on their business or organization. A quick example of each would be like an immediate goal would be hire my accountant to clean up my QuickBooks file. Okay, A short-term goal would be to be able to present accurate and helpful financial reports to my church at the next business meeting. Okay. You gotta hire the you gotta hire them first, and then after that, you gotta get give them time to get your reports ready. And then the long-term goal would be start a building campaign and have it fully funded within five years. So long term or more than one year. Okay. So I'm actually reading a book by Dr. Charles Stanley right now called Success God's Way. And last night's chapter was all about setting goals. There are many websites and books out there to offer direction in this area, depending on what method works for you. Um, I'm all about setting goals with God for my life and my business, so Success God's Way works for me. And then finally, make sure that you're providing the best ongoing guidance and support possible. Don't just drop the communication and servicing once you gain the client. Statistics show that the cost of attracting a new client is five to 12 times greater than retaining the ones you already have. Not only that, but current happy clients are your absolute best referral services available. In conclusion, in this episode, we have explored three key areas that can significantly impact your client satisfaction. By actively listening to your clients, solving their problems with dedication, and leading them towards success, you can build strong, long-lasting relationships and drive positive outcomes for both parties. Remember, happy clients are the cornerstone of a successful business. And that's going to wrap up another episode. As always, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that the information provided was informative and insightful. Be sure to tune in next time for more valuable insights for your church office and or bookkeeping business. And until next time, my friend, let's all strive to make an impact and not just an income. Take care and remember to always look your best, do your best and be your best. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or were inspired in any way, please do me a huge omungo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show and then share this episode with someone who you think it could help. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.